Although Canada has no cases of dog rabies, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency has banned the importation of dogs from countries at high risk for rabies. Lisa Wagner, president and adoptions manager for Soy Dog Canada, joins to explain why her organization wants the ban to be uh, retooled or rethought and how it impacts the rescue dogs around the world. Uh, Good morning to you, Lisa. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us this morning. First of all, let's uh, let's dig into what Soy Dog is all about. What is Soy Dog Canada? Soy Dog Canada supports Soy Dog Foundation, which is actually based in Phuket, Thailand, and has been operating for 19 years to improve animal welfare for dogs and cats in Asia. Let's break this down, though, because, you know, uh, the ban itself... Why exactly are these dogs from these countries not allowed in Canada? Is it purely the rabies we're talking about here? Yeah, so we do have rabies in Canada. We just don't have a canine rabies, which is a strain of rabies. And two dogs were found to actually have rabies that entered Canada from Iran. And those are the only two that we are aware of ever. So how will this ban affect the lives of the dogs that would typically, you know, for example, be brought to Canada for rescue? Well, at this point, there's 113 countries that have been banned from bringing dogs into Canada. If you look at globally, there are 195 countries. We've got almost 60% of the world's dogs that, that people are trying to help that can't come here. And These dogs are really in dire situations. The dogs that we bring here are not dogs that we simply pluck off the street. They're dogs that are really extremely at risk or have been injured, lost limbs, um, have been brutally abused, have been removed from the horrific dog meat trade. They're they're dogs that just don't have anyone uh, anywhere to help them. And if if we're not able to help them, what is going to happen to them? What is the U.S. doing? I understand that they are able to import dogs from a lot of these countries, if not all of them. What are they doing Mm -hmm. differently? So the U.S. actually had a temporary ban in place to decide what was the safest way to bring dogs from around the world. And that ban has since been amended to include what is called a titer test. And that's basically a blood test that's sent to an independent lab. And it confirms uh, that the animal has antibodies or um, basically fighter agents to protect them against rabies. Um, Those independent labs, you know, there are concerns around um, people uh, having rabies certificates that are forged and those independent labs that just simply can't be forged and there's a time gap of sending that blood uh, in for testing and then the testing to occur and then the results to come back. So that's something that The U.S. is now accepting, uh, and basically every first world country does accept rabies titer tests, including the EU, the U.K., Singapore, Australia, and uh, now the U.S. So Canada stands alone in implementing this very strict blanket ban. How does this, we've, we've talked about, you know, the ban itself. We've talked about what you do at Soy Dog Canada. Let's talk about the impact that this ban is having on your organization specifically. How much of a monkey wrench is this in your in your plans and in the workings of your organization? It's pretty terrible. I mean, within an average month, we have a hospital. And, and so I look at, I wrote down some numbers for you. We had 
483 animals come into our hospital in June 2022 that were involved in either horrific accidents, abused, uh, you know, in, in a really tough situation. 52 of those animals had to stay on site uh, to be adopted because of the severity of what happened to them. We have currently 1,500 animals within the shelter, and that's despite us having the largest sterilization program in the entire world. Last year alone, over 140,000 animals sterilized. So you can imagine, even though we're sterilizing that tremendous volume of animals, there are still injured and at-risk animals that need our support. If our shelter fills, then we can't help those animals anymore, and they're left suffering in the streets. Lisa, thanks for your time uh, explaining the situation and telling us about your organization. We appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate it.